learning the Afkhaf Dalaram and Bays, and beginning the bottom of Dalaram and Aleph. So we had said, Rav Gidal Menashe said in the name of Shemu that the Lachas like Rav Gamliel in the Mishnah, that Atzeres, Rosh Hashanah, and Kippur, they're all Mavatel Sheva. But then the Gemara said, Virka de Masni, Lachas Rav Gidal Menashe, some learned that Rav Gidal Menashe was saying something else. He wasn't coming to pass in like Rav Gamliel in our Mishnah, he was coming to pass in like Rav Yehuda in another Brisa. It says, Kosh Leishim Yaim, if a baby dies, Within the first 30 days of his life, we call it a nafel. Tinaik, right, a baby that dies within the first 30 days, he's carried out, just, you know, his mother carries him out in her arms to be buried. He'll be buried in the company of one woman, let's say his mother, and two men, meaning you don't need more than three people to do this kura. You don't need a minion or any, uh, any great amount of people. But it shouldn't be one man and two women, because when they go to the base of Klaras, that's a Shaila of Yichud. One man is not allowed to be Mesiachid with two women. Even one man can go out with two women. I, the Shaila of Yichud. Stais explains, because since it's Shasavelus, Abishal holds that we're not Choshesh, that, uh, that anything will come of this Maisa Yichud. So there's a special Kula during the Maisa Kula. Now, since he's only a navel, he's less than 30 days old, they not even do a shura. You don't have to stand and make a shura. At the, after the Levi, they would stand in rows to Menachim. They don't say the Birkas Velim, there's a special bracha they would make in the, uh, in the city courtyard on the way back to the funeral. They don't do that for such a young child. People don't come to be Menachim. So that's the din of a Tinaik who dies before 30 days. Ben if he lived 30 days, so then, they carry him out in a dluskuma. A dluskuma is like a, a very small aron that you could carry on your shoulder. So he has to be al and put into an aron, but this is not a proper aron, uh, not a proper mitzvah that they would do a regular kuret. He says, no, no, you shouldn't use a dluskuma that you can carry one person on his shoulder. He tells rather something that's carried by two people, between them, two people hold it. Together, that's the kind of iron that you need to bury him in. And since he's already is 30 days old, then already they stand and make rows to be menachem yavelim, and they say the birchas yavelim in the rochava, and they come to be menachem avel for uh, seven days. Ben Yedbeis Shana, now when the baby lives already to be a year old, sorry, Ben Yedbeis Chaydesh, he lives to be 12 months, meaning one year old. So then already he's Yosef B'mita. Then they carry him out to be buried in a mita, a proper mita, like, uh, like they would carry out anybody else. If Yikiva Aimer, if Yikiva says no, not when he's a year old. If he's a ben shan of his body is bigger. In other words, he looks like about two years old. So then he's old enough to be carried out in an iron. But if, or if who ben shtaim, or if he's actually ben shtaim, and he only looks like he's one year old, then you'll see Bemita. So he either has to look like he's um, two years old, or he either has to be two years old in order to warrant the proper kura to be carried out in a mita. Right? This is different degrees of covet that you give to the maids. Less than 30 days, you just carry him out, and more than 30 days, you take him in this teluskuma or in, uh, or in between the two people carrying him. And when he's a year or uh, looking like two years or actually two years, then you carry him out in a proper mita.
When the Tinaik is Yetzi B'mita, whatever you're going to hold, whether you're going to hold after 12 months or after two years or when he looks like he's two years old, whatever it is, when the Alacha is that he's Yetzi B'mita, so then then the Rabbim, then the public is Mitzdayer, the public is supposed to become pained by this. In other words, there's a public outpour for this Petira. But less than that, if he's not going out in the mita, if he's less than a year old, so then ain't rabim asif malos, and the rabim doesn't have to become so involved. If the tinek was nikel rabim, which Rashi says means he was recognized, people knew him. How does that happen? He got out. He was a child that used to play in the streets. He used to come with his father to shul. So if he was nikel rabim. So then Rabbim is asking me, then the Rabbim are expected to come and be Menachimim. Ain't on Nikola Rabbim. Whereas if he wasn't Nikola, nobody knew him. He stayed at home. Ain't Rabbim is asking me, then they don't have to come to be Menachim. So that depends on the child, not as much as the age. Umahin behespid. Now, what about hespid? Giving a proper hespid. Is there a hespid for a child 30 days old, a year old, two years old? What's together? So be mer, bishem, bishemalaymer. He says, Aniyim b'nei shalish. Where the children of Aniyim. When they're three years old, then already we give a hesped. Ashirim, children of Ashirim, only Bnei Chamit, only when they're five. And if you do, I am Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rabbi Shemal, not three and five, I'd rather Aniyim Bnei Chamesh, Aniyim from the age of five, and Ashirim Bnei Shesh from the age of six. What's the idea here? The idea is, as she explains, Aniyim have nothing else in their lives. All they have in their lives is their children. So the Tsar is so great for, uh, for Aniyim. Whereas Ashirim, Ashirim have money, Ashirim have other things to distract them, to make them happy, both when they're alive, in terms of what kind of relationship they have with their children, and, and after they die, to, to comfort them. So therefore, the need to be masked is greater when it comes to an Ani, when it comes to an Ashir. So for an Ani, we're masked earlier, for an Ashir, we're masked later. And in B'nai if the children were born from Zikanim, so that's already a whole different idea that the Zake, you know, Aben Zikunim, there's a special attachment. So those are also Bnei Aniyim, those are like the children of Aniyim, because for them the Tsar is so great, so we'll be masked earlier. Now what's the Alacha? So this is where we have Omer of Gil, Omer Nashi, Omer Rav, the Alacha, and this Alacha is Kebi Yehuda, Sha'amar Mishim Rav Yishmael, like Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rav Yishmael, meaning that we'll be masked Aniyim at the age of five, and the Shirem from the age of six. Darish of Anani Bar Sassan, Epischa de Vinicius. Rav Anani Bar Sassan, Darshan, at the entrance, in front of the entrance to the home of the Benesia, the Beit Medjah, the Nasi. Apparently, that was a place where they used to give drashas. So he darshan there to the Tzibor, Yom Echad Lifnei Rosh Atzeres, if the mace dies and is buried one day before Shavuos. So we said that the Shavuos comes along and is Mevat Shiva. So one day before Atzeres, Ve'atzeres, and then Atzeres, Harei Kanarba, so that's actually 14 days, meaning to say, when we say that the regal is Mevat Shiva, we count it as though the Avil sat Shiva. So even though it's only one day, only one hour, but though that one hour, that one day counts for seven days. And then Shavuos itself also counts for seven days. So in the Cheshbin of Shleishim, you have 14 days, and you only need to be marched to another 16 days, and then that's it, that's the end of Shleishim. Shem Rabbi Yami, Rabbi Yami heard this drasha of Rabbi Nani Bar Sassan, and he was marked, he felt that Rabbi Nani Bar Sassan did something wrong. What did he do wrong? Amar, he said, what is it? His own Chiddush? Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yishai, this is the Chiddush of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yishai, or we'll see later, but he means to say it's based on something Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yishai, and he felt 
that Rav Hanani Bar Sassan should have said that based on the words of Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shaya, so we would say that the Shiva counts for seven days and then the Shiva counts for another seven days. Also darshaned on the porch in front of the the Beirish Kalusa. There also they would give it rushes. So he darshaned there as well. That's fourteen days. And there Shamir of Shaishas, Ikbad and Rashishas, or he was Makbid Amr and he said for the same thing, the same reason Atu Didehi, what is it the Khidish of Rav Yitzchak himself? Rabbi Lazarim Rabbi Shaya, this is the Khidish of Rabbi Lazarim Rabbi Shaya. He should have said it in his name. Now, what did Rabbi Lazar Amr Rabbi Yeshaya say? That uh, from there we learn that Shavuos counts for seven days. How do you know that Bizan Mikdash? When you come to bring your Karbanos on Shavuos and you don't bring them on Shavuos, you can bring the Karbanos, the Karban Chagiga, for six days afterwards, meaning a total of seven days, Shavuos and six days afterwards. How do you know that a Teres has Tashlumen to make up the carbon that you missed? Like it says, right? There's a the says, you be and We say that the same way that when you come on Chagamatzis, if you don't bring the carbon on the first day, you bring it throughout Pesach. So the seven days on which you can bring the carbon. So to on Shavuos, the seven days, even the six days after Shavuos, you can bring your carbon. Adavi of Papa of Saba. So if Papa took of Avia Saba. And appointed him to be his uh, his maturgumen, his spokesman, the das. And he darshaned If the mace is buried one day before Rosh Hashanah, so then, so that's seven days. That's shiva. Rosh Hashanah, and then Rosh Hashanah itself also harikan arbasar. So that also counts for seven days, right? And that's a big chiddush that Rosh Hashanah also counts for seven days, even though there's no carbon oilas there's no carbon chagiga, there's no tashlumin for six days afterwards. Still, he says, the Rosh Hashanah counts for seven days. Now, the Rosh Hashanah asks a question over here, what's the difference? Because our Yom Kippur is going to come, and the Tzokas is going to come, they're going to be Mavatel, the Shleishim anyway. So what's the difference if you count it seven, and then you have a Seret Mechuvah to Yom Kippur? Or if you count it 14, you're still going to have to sit those same days. That's what he says. And then, Am Ravina, Ravina says, therefore, Yom Echad V'chag, so also if the Petiro is one day before Sukkot. So that one day we would say is seven days. V'chag, and then the Chag itself is another seven days. V'shmini Shlo, and then Shmini Yatzer, so since Shmini Yatzer is a regular with Yatzer, it's only Yomtev, that's another seven days. So here in the Cheshmin Ashleishim, you have 21 days. And the Chiddush Lachari is, just like Rosh Hashanah, even though there's no Shiva Siyamim of Tashlumen, still it's counted like seven days. So the lacha would be that after Shmini Yatzeres, Yavel only has to make up nine days of his Avelis. Or in Chutzar, so there's two days, so he only has to make up eight days. Ravina Ikhla Surah, the Paras Ravina, came to Surah, that was on the river, Paras Amr, Rav Chaviva, Misura, the Paras Ravina, Rav Chaviva, from that city, said to Ravina, Amar Mariya Yimechel, if Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, Rikhan Abbasa, did you say that one day before Rosh Hashanah, and then Rosh Hashanah is 14 days? So now, some say he was just checking in with them. Others say, no, he was asking the cash we asked before. I mean, what's the significance of saying that? I read, Yom Kippur is going to come and be Malatul Shleshim anyway. So what are you saying? He only counted as 14. Amr Lais, he said, no. I know Mistabrik Rabban Gamliel will be Amina. All I said is that it's Mistabrik Rabban Gamliel, that just like a regular Mavatul Shiva, so too Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are Mavatul Shiva. Once you say the Mavatul Shiva, it doesn't matter that it counts towards seven days. But Al Kopanim, it'll be Mavatul Shiva, and then Yom Kippur will be Mavatul. The Shleishim, so it'll be the same difference.